Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Poetry Undressed podcast. I'm your host Colette and I just want to thank you all for coming out today and tuning in for today's episode. Now before I go into the topic we had planned today, I just want to give my sincerest apologies to all our listeners out there about the lack of content over these last couple of weeks. Um, The only explanation I really have is school is fucking hard. I just finished my second year of university, and when I say that, these last two semesters have been some of the most rewarding times, yet the most mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausting times, I would not be lying. Um, Don't get me wrong, I love school, and I love what I'm learning, but second semester in particular quite almost did me in. It was really, really bad, but good news is, exam season is over, the weather in Toronto has been absolutely gorgeous and summer's right around the corner so there's always something to look forward to. One thing you guys should be really really excited about is the upcoming list of poets we have set to interview on the show. I am telling you guys these people are some of the most creative, talented, and intriguing people I have ever had the pleasure of speaking to. You do not want to miss it so make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Poetry Undressed Podcast for more updates on guests and more updates on episode premieres stay tuned guys now back to the original topic we had planned if you hadn't read the title yet today we are talking about poetry journeys now for anyone who doesn't really know what a poetry journey is my own personal description would be certain events in a poet's life that leads them to I don't really want to say obsession, even though that could be used. I'm going to say infatuation that leads to their infatuation with poetry that thus leads them to writing poetry profusely or reading poetry profusely. So the poetry journey I'm going to be talking about today is my poetry journey. And I know what you guys are thinking. What a fucking narcissist. Like seriously, like she's really centering a whole episode around herself and the truth is I am a narcissist and I am no I'm kidding um the real reason why I actually wanted to do this because I feel like as your host my listeners don't really know much about me as a person you know other than that little post I posted on Instagram when we were first starting up and you know the little things that uh get revealed during interviews with the guests that I speak to there isn't much of a get-to-know basis between the listeners and I. So I thought it was time for us to get a little formal, have a sit-down, and for our listeners to really get to know the person that they're listening to on their streaming services. So without further ado, let's just start from the beginning. So in terms of poetry... I started my infatuation with poetry around the age of seven or eight. You know, I'm kind of wonky with details. Um, The timeline of my poetry journey is a very, very on and off. I have not written poetry consistently since I was 12, but, you know, there has been times where I've been writing more and then reading more and then not writing or reading at all and then writing and reading profusely. So you get the gist. But, yeah, seven or eight years old that's when I started and it all started with a poem called alligator pie by Dennis Lee now if you are Canadian and you grew up during the mid 2000s 
whether you were born in 2002 or before that or later than that, um, you'll probably know who Dennis Lee is if you follow poetry. He's a, um, a Canadian poet. He was born in Toronto. He's a teacher, he's a critic, and he's an author. And I vividly remember that poem starting it all. And the funny thing is, if you read this poem, I do recommend everyone go and actually read this poem. It is a very basic poem. It's not profound. It doesn't trigger any cathartic experiences or any epiphanies. It's just a simple child's poem. But I was so fascinated with his, you know, wordplay and his ability to make something so absurd as alligator pie sound so serious and sound so cool, I guess, as a child. I was just like, I need to read more of this. I really need to read more of this. And that's really where it started off for me, Alligator Pie. And then as I got older, my taste in poetry started getting older. You know, I started seeking out poets like Maya Angelou, uh, Pablo Neruda, Lord Byron is a particular favorite of mine. But yeah, that's really where it all started. And I really think that my gravitation towards poetry came from the fact that as a child I was terrible at expressing myself like don't get me wrong I was a very loud outgoing extroverted child but in terms of serious feelings and expressing to someone how I feel I could never fucking do it and even now as a 20 year old adult it's still something I am still working on and still something I am trying to master I am not very articulate when it comes to my feelings and that's the beautiful thing about poetry I realized that I could have the most complex feelings ever the most confusing feelings ever and just translate them down on a pen and paper and have them translated perfectly the way I want and how it's going on in my mind so yeah poetry was almost a form of therapy in a sense you know whether that's concerning to you or not but poetry was essentially my therapy and it's the reason why I am the person I am today um I was mostly uh fascinated by the fact that poetry can make things seem you know things that are so mundane and so uh typical day to day and boring the way poetry can make anything seem so profound and so amazing and so um incredible um like one example i could really use is uh Pablo Neruda's poems Ode to a Large Tuna in the Market that's one of my favorite poems from him and um just the the idea of him taking something so simple as a large tune in the market and finding inspiration from that and creating this beautiful, amazing work of art. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, another poem I do recommend all of you reading. Uh, it will be posted in my Instagram highlights if you wanted to check it out. But yeah, essentially that. I found that poetry helped me see that my words are quite literally a weapon I wouldn't say weapon maybe in a violent term but you know it it was something that made me feel strong and and something that made me feel protected and untouchable and with poetry I felt like I could really see the truest forms of myself and that's why I love it so much and 
Um, although I started reading, you know, poetry around ages eight, I didn't really start writing until age 12 or 13. And I think one of my biggest regrets was not keeping any of the poems that I had written during that age. But you guys have to understand, it was the most terrible teenage angst, puberty-ridden shit that you would ever read. It's To this day, I'm so embarrassed by it, but still, it was a part of me, and I wish I kept them, but... Yeah, just the most angst, like angst-ridden uh, piece of writing that you'd ever read. And um, yeah, I think really that was the time when poetry was more my therapy. You know, I felt uh, during that time, I felt really left out. I was going through puberty, so I felt ugly. Um, it was just quite a dark time for me. And I think uh, I didn't really know how to reach out for help during that time, so I kind of secluded myself in my writing. When I was upset at the world, poetry was the only thing that was really there for me. So I, 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 I thought that, yeah, you know, I this is something I really want to do, and I think as a poet, the most rewarding thing is watching your style of writing grow and mature as you age as well so really in a sense my poetry is kind of a glimpse into my psyche and a glimpse into my soul and um yeah really it's just really really amazing and I'm sure all you poets listening out there could agree to what I'm saying when I say um poetry kind of a part of your psyche because it really shows the the deepest roots of the of a human and you know our truest thoughts just made into this work of art this beautiful piece of writing um but yeah ever since the age of 12 um from 12 to 13 I was writing a lot ages 14 to 15 I kind of stopped and then from 16 to 20 I really started picking up I got published in a few small magazines here and there and I really, although I've been writing for quite a while, I really wouldn't call myself, a, you know, a veteran poet at all. I still think I'm learning and growing, just like my poetry is learning and growing. And, you know, the good thing about doing this podcast is that my main inspiration comes from other poets, you know. I love seeing different writing styles. I love seeing, you know, how similar experiences are translated differently through other people's poetry just based on their point of view so this podcast in general has been doing you know as much for me as it is for any other underrepresented poet and you know and that's why I think it's so important to have platforms like this um but yeah in general that's really where it's at um one of the strangest things about me in terms of writing poetry is my process for writing poems. Now, I will be honest and say I am not a poetry genius at fucking all. You know, with the poems I do have published and the poems I do manage to get out, it is a very long process of trial and error. And I think that if anyone saw the process of me writing a poem, they would probably think I'm like fucking, you know, just out of my mind because it usually goes like this. So I'll read a poem and, you know, either if it triggers something in me to write, you know, I'll go for it. If it doesn't, I'll just keep reading. But if I do get 
triggered and I do get inspired to write a poem, I'll sit down. I have my poetry book. It's actually sitting right next to me now. I write down my poetry book and it kind of seems like the words are already formed in my head, but I can't really translate them on to paper, if that makes sense. Like I can see the poem being formed in my head with little bits and pieces, but it's not fully there yet. So it mostly consists of me just writing down what I see. If I don't like it, I'll cross it out. I'll start again. Don't like it, cross it out, start again. And little by little, like this poem slowly builds up like when you add rubber bands to a rubber band ball like kind of builds up like that you know so it's really a trial and error if I write out a poem and I don't like it I will rip the page out of my journal and toss it aside because I feel it sounds insane but I, I can't let uh the um, rough draft taint the good draft in my journal I don't know how to explain it but that's literally what it is and um recently I've gone through a really bad case of writer's block I have not been able to write anything so long and you know I think it's just really me just um you know finding another source of inspiration you know the weather's finally getting warmer I've been feeling more inspired these days with everything that's been going on but yeah I just with school and you know Mentally, I just was going through a very rough patch and I was just too exhausted. So for a long time, my main focus wasn't really writing or reading poetry because my brain wasn't in the right space. Um, but yeah, uh, but luckily I can feel that writer's block era going coming to a slow end. Thank God. Um, I was mostly inspired by the events going on in terms of the Roe versus Wade and the uh, Supreme Court uh, of Canada uh, bill passing or law passing. Um, for all of my people who live outside of Canada, if you didn't know, the Supreme Court of Canada recently passed a law that in uh, sexual assault cases, um, the defense of self-intoxication could be used uh, like during a sexual assault case. Um, basically, in simpler terms, uh, in the court of law, if you are drunk to the point of sexually assaulting someone, that could be used uh, in a case to prove your innocence, which is so beyond fucked up. I feel like, I know this is, I don't mean to get political on here, but I feel like if you drink to the point where you feel the need to assault someone, you probably shouldn't be drinking alcohol in the first place but yeah across the country there's been so much outrage and um with the whole abortion thing in Roe versus Wade I really feel like uh it really made me see how scary it is to be a woman sometimes and you know with all that fear I'm feeling um as a grown adult once again poetry was my only way to escape so without further ado I'll read a little bit of it and hopefully this resonates with someone and you know just let me know what you think okay so this poem is called womanhood by colette marico it begins with red the uncomprehending silence that looms as it slowly trickles down your thighs undeterred by the heedless ignorance of a young woman the flower blooms at last Heaviness sits in firmly in your stomach, but a crooked smile spreads across your face. 
words come out. I'm a woman now. Before you know it, everything changes. The veil is lifting and behind it awaits the bitter reality of womanhood. Whether you're disturbingly unripened or tragically decaying, there is no escape from the misogynistic gaze. Small pretty there are watching. And you can try to pluck and pull and pry and squeeze at the flesh that bounds you. But from the perspective of the outside, you will never be right. You are always at fault. Get used to it. You are a woman now. And that's what I've been coming up with so far. And would you believe that short little poem took me four fucking months to write? How insane is that? You know, I always feel such admiration for um, poets that are able to, uh, you know, kind of come out with works like it's nothing it's so so crazy and of course the grass is always greener on the other side but yeah for all of you who can just like consistently write poems like that i am jealous of you i am so 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 jealous of you um but yeah you know other than that um other than all that shit happening with women's rights being a source of inspiration. The new Kendrick Lamar album dropped, and that really, really lit a fire in my ass. Um, Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite rappers of all time, my favorite um, performers of all time. Just all around, he's such a talented person. And I think he is one of the few rap artists that I would really consider to be a poet. I have a few others. I'm not going to name them, but... He is seriously a poet in everything he uh, he does. And his new album transcended all things I've expected of him. I've been listening to him since I was 14 years old. And yeah, he's just amazing. So that really inspired me to write some more poetry. And um, I think with all the things I have said and, you know how far I've gotten with my poetry I think one of the things as a new poet and any other new poet listening out there please know that it's normal to feel insecure about your works and it's normal to question if you know your poems are actually good or not and whether you're kind of being like performing and whether you feel like an imposter or not because I struggle with that every fucking time I write a poem like I don't think there's been one poem yet where um, I've liked it from the get-go. You know, my poems kind of grow on me like like a new haircut or some shit like that. But, yeah, it's really hard for me to like my poems when I first write them. It's always like I kind of have to get used to it. And, you know, a couple weeks or a couple days, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, this is actually quite good. You know, I probably shouldn't have been as hard as myself. And, you know, I always promise myself that, oh, you know, I'll be more accepting towards my work the next time but then the next time rolls around and I hate the poem as much as I hated the last one and then it grows on me again but yeah um one thing I wish I knew before I got into poetry was just that whole sense of you being your own biggest critic it is it's really really exhausting like honestly the crazy thing is from the outside source I really don't really like care about what people think of my poetry. You know, I feel like all art, whether it's writing, uh, drama, music, uh, or uh, visual arts, it's all subjective, and it really matters on what type of poetry got you started, 
and uh, what poetry you really uh, pay attention to, and which is why I think it's very important for you. If you're going to be a good poet, it's really important to expose yourself to all forms of poetry just so you don't have a really close-minded view of um, of what poetry is. And I would say that for anyone in all um, forms of art, whether you're a musician or uh, an actor or uh, a painter or an artist in general, you really should expose yourself to multiple forms of media if you really want to perfect your craft. Because there isn't one right way of doing anything. It's multiple forms that resonate with different people. So, uh, yeah, so I really thought... That's kind of the main reason why I thought this podcast would be a good idea, too. I just always loved the idea of having not only uh, different styles of poetry on the show, but different races, different cultures of poets you know, coming in. And, you know, you really see how people being from certain parts of the world, how that influenced their poetry as well. So, yeah, that's always been a favorite thing of mine. But so far in my poetry journey, from where I'm at right now, I really think I still have a lot to learn. You know, I'm I'm proud of where I came so far. I'm very proud that... um. Isabel, the uh, our founder, really gave me this opportunity to be on this podcast to share my talents. Like obviously, she saw something in me, and you know, with Katie and uh, Ray being on the show, they're also very amazing, uh, talented people. And I'm just very lucky that I'm able to learn about poetry in this way. And hopefully, for anyone out there who's listening, you're able to learn with us, and you're able to grow and mature with this podcast and with me as a poet in general so yeah that's where I'm at now in terms of poetry I would like my poetry to have an effect on others I'm not very interested in fame or recognition or anything like that but I would like to know that my poetry is being read and it's manifesting feelings in other people and manif- and making people think and that's what I think I want the most as a poet now in terms of my writing I don't think this is my writing style currently is the style I'm going to go with like I said everything is constantly changing in terms of art my writing grows with me, my poetry matures and grows with me. So as I change as a person, my writing will change. So I guess it's just a matter of being patient and really seeing what happens. So yeah, that's where I'm at as a poet. Now, before I go ahead and uh, end this podcast, I just want to leave all you poets out there, whether you write or you read poetry or you just here just for shits and giggles i want to leave you with a question on what mark do you want to make on this world and what do you want to be remembered as whether it's what mark do you want your work to be remembered as or what mark do you want to be remembered as as a person so that's my question and that's what i leave you with today what mark do you want to leave with the world and how do you want to be remembered I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. It's been great 
I want to thank all our listeners. I want to thank our founder. I want to thank the creator of this awesome theme song. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. Remember to follow us on Instagram and have a good day and happy writing.